What's up, everybody? It's episode 99.9999999. And we are back once again. It is the boys from Vancouver, BC. We are Vancouver's number one podcast. We are three of the best friends in the world. We fight like three of the most married people in the world. And we come out still loving each other. So, boys, how are you doing today? Oh, harder, baby. I'm doing well. Um, uh, I'm living in a city right now that is softer than uh, what's what's it softer than, boys? Like I could say a ten ply toilet paper. Uh, I could yeah. say Cotton softer balls. than softer than fresh baby shit. Um, I don't know, but uh, it's but overall. Me personally, I'm doing amazing. Raph, what's up, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm chilling, making it through. I had the shits today, so I just took some antacids and I'm fucking <laughs> gonna try and power through. I ate. I got home from work. I ate some crackers. I took my tums, and then I'm like, all right, let's go record. <laughs> I love that. So I'm really banking that halfway through this episode, you don't hear me slam down my headset and just like the pitter patter of feet, and then a door shut. Okay. <laughs> and <then> Fifteen <laughs> minutes later, a toilet flush door opens, and I. <laughs> and I just casually walk back, lift up my headset. <laughs> See, this is well, where I wish you were recording on your phone because I want to hear every bit of that. I want to make sure. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> There's <laughs> more. <laughs> um, yep, Vancouver is definitely going soft on us. Um, they're going crazy, and it's all about the mask. It, it's all well. It's kind of along the same notes. Now we're thinking about canceling the Canucks logo. <sighs> Like, things have gone fucking haywire, dude. Dude, why don't we just cancel the Canucks season? Because someone's yeah, gonna say it's... someone's gonna say it's gonna be culturally insensitive to play hockey with this logo. Yeah, and that now we're like been acknowledged. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so dumb, dude. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say that I actually think that Canucks Twitter is the problem because I don't know about you, I was never privy to these the problems. When I was like not on Twitter before this whole podcasting thing. Now, unfortunately, when you have a podcast, you have to be on Twitter. You have to network. You have to be out there. You got to attract the beautiful listeners that are giving us their ears right now. But in reality, Josh, when you go back on Twitter right now and you check out every day what's going on, it's just it, the last thing you read is hockey or the last thing you read is sports. It's all just like the weirdest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I had nothing else. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like looking, like looking at Canucks Twitter, and still kind of, I like to still consider myself an outsider when it comes to lo- like looking at the people that live here and live in the Lower Mainland. And y'all are weird, man. You guys are fucking crazy. Like. It's yeah. just like it's Tell just a different it. it's you guys are just a different breed and and here's here's my thing from what I've kind of been reading as well. I feel like as soon as like okay, so that one uh the most latest Canucks article about saying like the, the Orca, like the Canucks logo is cult it was it cultural appropriation? That's that's the term, correct? Correct, yes. Amundo. So 
I feel like the headline in that was one one person said that the Canucks Orca is cultural appropriation. And I feel like a lot of people didn't actually jump on that bandwagon more than the bandwagon that they jumped on for Braden Holpe's mask. I would agree. So I guess my question is, is like, why? Like, like you know why? what I mean? Like, like if we're going to, yeah, like why? Like if we're going to, if we're going to get into this whole cultural appropriation and this whole Orca thing isn't as big of a deal to some people that the ones that bitched about Braden Holtby's mask, then like, what the fuck are we doing? Like yeah, it, if you're, if you're going to do this, like stick to your guns. Cause like now, now, now you've painted yourself with that brush. So now you have to be on that side. It's like a, a like a politician being like, yeah, like I'm NDP. And then like the liberals come out and they say something really smart. Like, yeah, I agree with that. It's like not the way it works, dude. Like you have to agree. You can't agree with them anymore. Like you can't yeah. flip-flop. Like once you picked your side, you picked your side. Yeah, that's an interesting analogy. I would say what this, like these last couple of years have really taught me that when I was growing, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but when I was growing up, anytime that there was like a group of people refusing change or like trying to ignore the fact that the world's changing i would always kind of think like oh i'm young i'll never feel like that like <laughs> these these old people are stupid like how could they not like i don't know like organic food like what fucking idiots and then and then you grow up and you start seeing like some of the things that the next well i guess not the next generation the current like people we're living with start coming up with and like when i disagree with things like this for some reason i kind of feel like a bit of like a redneck i'm like am i stupid like am i Am I like the the old cowboy on the road that just yeah like, like, stuck in his like old are day? you yeah it's like are you the problem mm-hmm. yeah but because, I, like I think about it and then I'm like no this is legitimately one of the most ridiculous things I've ever ever read in my life yeah like what, I've always I've always wondered as well is like because it, and this can go for anything is when you don't agree with like mainstream society on certain things. You start to wonder, you're like, okay, like, am I the problem that we have in society? But then I think you refer back to it is like, what is it that you're not like you're on the wrong side, like you're in the minority agreement. You know what I mean? And I think like evaluating like that. And I think if you can rationally decide like uh you know what maybe i am on the wrong side of this maybe i'll be a little bit more accepting or you can be like you know what like i truly believe like i am not like i am not on the wrong side of this but i think how you go about that opinion you know kind of dictates like dictates whether or not you are part of the problem on either side if that makes sense yeah totally and i would say like you know who I it makes me it makes me feel like Yosef from the Mental Law. We'll get to that we'll get to that later. But like, oh, sometimes I'm sitting there and there and there's like I feel like there's ten people looking at me saying like you need to apologize for something you you didn't you did do. Or I guess his situation is different, but I feel like I didn't do anything. And I'm sitting there saying like I got nothing to apologize for, and then I made out like the fucking Joker from Batman. Like mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah, but even yeah. in a position where you're wrong, you always feel like you have nothing to apologize for. I me? think that's just your yeah, that's just your personality. No, naturally. You, uh, I don't know. You have me pegged like that. I think I think I'm a I think I'm one of the most talented people at admitting when I'm wrong. No. I think so. So why haven't you admitted that you lost your keys? 
Uh, that's yeah. that's a very very unique situation. Okay, wait. Anyways, well, back, back to back to this topic. Hasn't the individual who actually designed the actual Orca logo for the Canucks come out and said that he received confirmation from people, or at some point he did receive confirmation that it was okay for him to use the graphic? Okay, that I, I don't know. I haven't read that myself, but I like I and know there was an article. Talking I think about this. I think CTV came out with an article, and it was like they labeled it as like the Coast Salish um high chief or whatever and apparently yeah. that's like not an, not exactly the right title or yeah. the grand chief or whatever it's not accurate but either oh, way God. like when oh, you God. <laughs> this is actually this is an interesting question let's say let's say this whole this whole controversy came out and somehow we we were comprehensive enough to say you know what let's ask the first nations community yeah. what are we supposed to do if even they're split on it like what do you what happens if it's a dead 50-50 split some of them don't want it some of them want it like what do you do at that point yeah, because because like if you fo- if you follow one side now you're ignoring. Na- okay, like well, they're just too much of press ass bitches. Okay, well here's well well here's my thing with that. Then is look if if this was that big of a problem because like it seemed okay. So I'm gonna refer back to like the Braden Holtby thing here. Um, it seemed like the entire like First Nations community was against this this mask. Like that's what it kind of seemed like. Like well, nobody, I, I would disagree. I would just don't don't go that far with it. But there was there was at least a couple. Yeah, at least a couple that that what disagreed with it or agreed with it or uh, like just, didn't care. They just disagreed with the process. They disagreed that they they thought a, a First Nations artist should have been consulted and like commissioned for it. Yeah. So I guess my thing is, um, it, with the like I I don't, I don't know where I stand on this to be honest. Like. To me, like it, it's a logo. It's not derogatory in any way. Like, because yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about that. Like, the Cleveland Indians this week announced that they are going to be changing their franchise name, as they should, because it is a derogatory term. The Canucks yeah. logo is in by no means, at least to my knowledge, I haven't really done my research. Like, no, the fact you're, that you're on has, the right path. The fact that it has never come up ever in conversation. Uh, how long has it been your guys' logo? Like early two thousands? Uh, no, I think even before that. Nineteen ninety seven. Late, late, yeah, late nineties. No, nineteen ninety seven. I have it right here. Designed in nineteen ninety six, yeah. and then went official in nineteen ninety seven. Awesome. So twenty three years, we have never had a problem with this. And you go back with any other team name, like the Redskins, was an issue back in the nineties. It obviously, like, it's been changed this year. Um, the Indians has always been bad. Like, it, I don't know. I just think there's people like they, they saw this Holtby thing as kind of like an in to just try and just like, well, they gave us that. Well, let's see if we can go a little bit further. And yeah, like they take it, and they it, take it and they take. And it's just like, dude, like, what do you want? Like, do you want to just like not have the Canucks anymore? Cause that's kind of the path that we're trending on. Yeah. Okay. I hate so- to say it. I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ralph. I'm reading a quick article right here um, about when Lynch was designing the, what's it called? The Orca. And it says that they acquired opinions from several First Nations chiefs. They did not have a problem with it and thought it was too cartoonish to be indigenous art. Okay. We would have had it. So there we we go. We wouldn't have done it if it was too close to their ceremonial art style. Well, if you look at that, Vancouver, (laughs) you did something right. (laughs) Yeah. Even towards what Josh was saying, like the, just to to make that comparison, I made this tweet earlier this week, and it 
and to me, it just sum, sums everything up about this entire situation. If you t- imagine a world where you compare the words Redskins, Indians, and Canucks, or even that logo, like just imagine that. That just yeah. makes no sense. That's like such a dr- dramatic jump. That's like that's literally like comparing Hitler to someone who threw a rock at you. Have like, we also talked about how this guy Sean Carlson is from Manitoba? Uh, no, I don't even know who that is. That's Sean, like a, Carlson? That's, Sean Carlson's the individual who's basically bringing up the issue with the logo. Oh, is he? Yeah. What a uh, fucking loser. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He's a Jets fan, dude. No wonder he's a fucking loser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I would say... I would honestly say we don't really do too well with the political talk. We just sound like broken records. We can yeah. move on. Um, I could talk about some some things I had going on this week, some, some thoughts that I had. I'll kind of get my emotions out there, and we'll see where we go. Um, I got hair issues, boys. My fucking hair. This is the longest I've had my hair in... I almost think 10 years, something like that. I love that. Yeah, ten, about nine, 10 years. And I got some dry scalp going on, dude. Blech. That's some fucked up shit to have. So what is that, dandruff? It's kind of, it's different than dandruff. They're, they're like, they look, they have the same function. Like your head kind of sheds a little bit. Is but it really like more dry and more flaky? Uh, yeah, like, like, like dry skin literally just looks like, kind of like almost how a sunburn looks like when it sheds, like just like dead skin. Yeah. Whereas like dandruff literally looks kind of like white balls almost or like white pellets. Yeah. 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 But this is fuck shit. Like I've done, <laughs> I've done it a couple times where I already bought some head and shoulders and I'm treating myself guys. I'm taking care of it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to respect the mop and, and give it what it needs. But like there's been times I was about to go, I think make, I think what it was is during the summer I was wearing a hat like every day I was growing up my hair and I was wearing a hat like every day. And I don't, I didn't usually do that last year, but yeah. Like there was a time where I was going to the mall the other day and I took my hat off and dude, it felt like it was fucking snowing. I was like, what the, f-? like, <laughs> I, I almost felt like I couldn't leave the car. I was like, someone's going to see this and I'm going to get blasted on like, it's on some fucking 604 TV account. About how you have gonna, lice. Yeah, dude. It's going to be like this fucking tall giant ass motherfuckers bringing in, bringing in dandruff into the mall. You got to take, you got to take care of your hair, man. Can't wear hats. Yeah, too I don't. Often. Well, Suffocates well, your hair, apparently. Yeah. What? What the fuck, dude? No one told me that. Also, you're supposed to apparently look into shampoos that are silicone free, because silicone leaves a lot of residue within your hair. Do you think Head and Shoulders has silicone? Uh, I don't know. Probably. A lot of a lot of the more big name brands tend to. So it's just always nice to look at which ones are silicone free, or just like what variations are silicone free. Yeah. Or if you want to go for like, like a natural, uh, what's it called? Um, natural remedy you could do. I think it's like apple cider vinegar diluted is really good for your hair, and so is uh baking soda. But I don't remember what the ratios are. These are intense, dude. This this feels like I got sprayed by a skunk. Wait, what? Which honestly, my, no, no, like these remedies are intense. Oh no, they just wash out. You're fine. I've done it before. Man, but is that what do you think? Like, if I wash my hair in apple cider vinegar, this is like a one-time fix. Like, I'm good to go after that. No, you you just have to be like, it's not like again, you're not just pouring apple cider vinegar onto your head because that's gonna fucking damage your scalp because the acidity. You want to dilute it to the point where I think it breaks up all the dirt and all the what's it called, all the dead flakes that are on your scalp, and then you can wash it out. I believe that's how it works. And then you want to use uh, conditioners with like shea butter or uh, what's it called, argan oils and shit in there so it moisturizes your scalp <laughs> and your hair really well. Shit, dude. Raph, you might as well be speaking fucking Swahili to this guy. (laughs) Um, I'm like 90% right with everything I said there. 
Yeah, go. almost like the carbonated water, right, bud? Do you want to start this up? I did some reading about the carbonated water. Oh, no, no, no. Let, 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 no, shut about. up. Let me say one thing. Okay, I have Elijah. So thank you, Raph, for that educated speech and all that. Um, I guess the only thing that I will say to you, Elijah, is I got two words for you. Cut it. If you don't want to deal with this oh, bullshit, yeah, cut true. it. You know what did I mean? You, like you could take the you can white. take the easy way out. You can take the easy way out. Um, are like, do you wash your hair every day? No. Oh, you don't. How oh, do you wash your hair? It's bad to. It's like, not good to wash your hair every days. day. Yeah, that's good. I do like two or three, and then I, I the only I don't condition it nowadays. I don't know. I just didn't buy it. But the the head and shoulders long hair. Like it's not good. One. If you have short, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, but yeah. you still don't want to be washing yeah. your hair too frequently. Like if you use if you yeah. use product, you obviously want to make sure you're washing your hair more often so you get the product out of there because the product can damage your hair over time. Yeah, yeah like see still... that's see I wash my hair every day because I put product in my hair pretty much every day. Yeah, but Josh, don't you use gel product? No, it's no, no, it's not gel. It's use like, like we need. Okay, we need to get we need to get a hair if you, expert on here. If you. Oh, because if, if you wash your hair too frequently, it dries out your scalp and your scalp stops producing its natural oils. Or it starts producing its natural oils in excess. I don't remember which one it is. This is such a teeter-totter. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Well, Raffle wants to defend himself because last week or last episode, he, he tried to tell me that drinking carbonated water did... I can't remember if you said it did not hydrate you as much or it did not hydrate you at all. It didn't I, hydrate you as much. There's something in the CO2 that fucks with the so, full hydration of it. So I did some reading about it, and it essentially boils down to if you're drinking club soda or seltzer water. So okay. soda waters, uh, typically club soda contains like decent amounts of sodium within the water. It's like, I, I, fuck, I don't have the numbers on here anymore, but like the, what's it called? The Canada Dry cans of uh, club soda. I believe yeah. contain 115 milligrams of sodium in them, which would not hydrate you. Though, it it's correct? not as effective as like drinking, say, like a seltzer water with no sugars or no uh, what's it called sodium, sodium. Added to it. Like it does like hydrate you, but it's just not as effective as Hydrating. drinking like actual. Yeah, and then yeah. I started like reading more and more about it because I went down the rabbit hole because I was bored, and it basically well, also and, says and that because club you probably soda felt can, a bit. Huh? You probably felt a bit jaded that we called you out on the Instagram account. Yeah, who's also, we? Like, that, that kind of bugs me a little bit too, considering how who often runs, you guys who drop runs the inaccurate, who, inaccurate facts, and you guys don't call yourselves who, who, out for it. Who runs so. the Instagram, Josh? So Elijah, why are you on there then? I didn't oh. post it, dude. Oh, shit. yeah, you did. I didn't lose the bet, and I didn't post it. Just oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Raph, you and I both know that. I don't. I didn't really give it. One eight ounce serving of Canada week. Dry Club Soda contains 150 milligrams of sodium. A 12 okay, ounce so serving of Schweppes Club Soda is 95 milligrams of sodium. Basically, I wonder, I gotta, it's not good I for you. Check also, this. soda water because I need to fucking yell over you guys. Soda water causes dental erosion. Apparently, shit, dude. You only get one teeth, man. Well, I mean, you get two sets technically, but yeah, but the first one's autumn. The first one's a fucking lease, dude. Yeah. Okay, you're giving, so then you're taking that shit out pretty soon. Okay, um, so then my question then is Elijah has a soda stream, so there's no added soda. So that should be seltzer water. So that is just as uh, hydrating as regular water. Well, there you go, Elijah. Congrats. Hell but yeah. You just have to make sure that when you're drinking the soda water on the can, it doesn't have any like added or too much added, added sodium. Yeah, yeah, I used to drink uh, PC brand, the Blue Menu Group. So I'm going to check that out next time I see it because I'm interested. 
But because well, I, I even had, I had a couple listeners reach out to me and say that that's where I got it from, Raph. It wasn't it wasn't me. It was actually one of the listeners that reached out and that's said fine. that uh, they sent that. So yeah, this uh, is yeah, just, just shout out to you. Yeah, you know who you are. Word of mouth. But like like I'm drinking out was it Lacroix right now? And it's uh, not a significant source of saturated fat, trans fat, fiber, sugars, cholesterol, sodium, potassium, calcium, or iron. We just got to watch out for that shit. Hello, Ralph, bringing in the nutrition facts. Okay, I got go. another thing that I'm dealing with right now. This this year, uh, this, is my tw- this is my 25th year on the earth, being alive. Um, and I've made a realization that this is usually how my winter goes. I, I would say I, I eat like a fat fuck. And that's just kind of par for the course, like, you know, like holiday meals. And then like, for some reason, everyone gifts like at workplaces and at your personal house, for some reason, everyone gifts boxes of chocolates from the day of like November 20th, all the way to January 1st. So like that fucks me up left and right. And so this year, what I realized though, is everything's going as a plan so far, but usually my mind works in a sense where I kind of get excited this time of year because I think to myself, I'm like, oh, dude, summer's like pretty far away. I got time to get shreddy if I want to. <laughs> and so that's usually like what happens every time around this year. And this year it was a bit different because in past years, like I've had that thought, but I haven't really felt the pressure to like if I didn't do it because I was like, yeah, whatever. If I don't do it, I don't give a fuck. Like whatever. I'll rock some man tits. But boys, this year, like, I would, I would probably designate this year as like, this is the year where I'm full fat guy. If I don't, if I don't whip it into shape, I'm like April, May. If I have to, if we start going to the lakes and like having golf days and stuff like this, like I've been watching myself come up to the iPad at, at work, like walking up from the back of the room and I could see my tits from like five meters away. So if we like, if we don't fucking whip it into shape anytime soon, you're going to have a fat friend. So when do you think is the point of no return for you? Oh, like, I think I'm already there, but I'm just like, luckily, I'm, not, just in being the, I'm not in the, I'm not in the tarps off season right now. Okay. So I'm kind of safe. Okay, fair. <laughs> Dude, I can't even talk. <laughs> so I mean... I've said this before also, like a few, many months ago, I said that my friends are actually most responsible for my weight because they don't control me. Now, I, it's a bit hard because of COVID. Why are you putting this, why are you putting this burden on us? Because <laughs> you guys are, you guys are the source of my life. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an extrovert. I'm always out. I'm always with people. Elijah, this is like when you kept telling me and Josh me. to, me and Josh to stop smoking. And then <laughs> the day that you fucking, like the, when you stopped and like two weeks passed and you didn't say anything, that's when me and Josh quit. No one's been bugging you. You can make this decision on your own, just like how we made our decision on our own. Yeah. Hey, Josh, when was the last time you had a dart? Uh, it's actually been, it's been a while, actually. Oh, fuck off, dude. <laughs> Shut La- last time, last time we recorded. In what person, do you mean? Six weeks ago. Yeah, what? in person. Six weeks Josh, ago. Monday night when you hopped on Xbox <laughs> and you were drunk and you came on, you're like, "Sorry, boys, it's stuff for a dart." Oh, <laughs> <Josh>. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself, oh, Josh. dude. <laughs> dude I right my I know you had sex in my basement, dude. Don't try and fucking <laughs> avoid it. No, dude. Lie I prom- like that. Dude, I promise, I did not. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. You're really you're really fooling everyone here. Elijah, going back to the topic at hand. What's up? How do you feel though that Dan is now get Dan is getting in shape? That that was that was probably like five percent of the thought where I was like, oh like one of my other like 
like fellow fatties who was like at the gym <laughs> at least a few times a week. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, Dan's going for it, dude. Dan's getting <laughs> I'm gonna after be it. Fun. I'm gonna be Tom Hanks on an island pretty soon. All you're not alone. gonna be. You're not gonna have fellow fatties soon. You're gonna be solo fatty. <laughs> no. it'll, it'll create some. Good, if if I don't, the only positive that'll come out of it is if I stay fat boy, then like there will be some pretty good content that'll come out of it, both video and like Photoshop. I mean, I can think of other positives like us always having candy and desserts around from now on. <laughs> but you guys know this. You guys also know this from the the weight loss competition in the springtime. Whenever, like the day that I decide to go for it, that night before, dude, I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be throwing calories back. Let's just say that I'm going, <laughs> I'm going out with a bang, fat boy style. I think that's the way to do it. Oh, um, but yeah, I do, have, I do have, a, I do have a plan, and you guys will find out once you watch the once watch the video, the documentary of the week. <laughs> which reminder for the listeners, we're gonna be re- we're gonna be doing our movie review slash documentary whenever I choose, uh, always on Mondays. And then we're going to be doing Goats and Woats on Thursdays moving forward after this week. We're not doing one today, but then moving forward, Goats and Woats Thursdays, movie review Mondays. It's going to be pretty fucking badass, if you ask me. Could that not be the segment title, Movie Review Mondays? Or Movie Mondays? Could be, but I, I like, I. But no, we can't you keep changing. We got to stick what? to it. But you know what, though? That doesn't work, though, because like we would only call it Movie Mondays, bar and we record on Mondays. Yeah. Well, the the episode always releases on Monday. Oh, there you go. So it is technically doable. We'll have to hear from the fans. I got to hear you guys being just as active about the soda water or about this as the soda water. Send us some messages and tag Ralph on them always. (laughs) Yes, please. I will respond to every single one with sarcastic comments like I do to almost every single one of Elijah's tweets. (laughs) (laughs) I do notice that every time. (laughs) I am privy. I have to get my Um, opinion in there. We've got hockey talk. Those are the moments you're a sports fan for. Um, those are the moments where you know you're down through nothing, and the team has this amazing comeback, and the guy who you want, who you really are thinking this needs to be the star of this team, has a hat trick. We've got beer. It has a unicorn on the can. Uh, an easy drinking beer that's just delicious. We want to help you understand the sport you love better. What kind of things are you looking for to understand the game better? What you know? What's a couple of things someone who's watching the game at home when things start up here in a few weeks, or if they're watching college hockey, what's going on right now? What kind of things would they be looking for to try and understand the game better, or what's happening in the game, that sort of thing? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question, and I think it's it's something that's evergreen. Um... Listen to Jackets Debrief, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Okay, let's move on to some football talk real quick. Um, Joshy boy. Yes. We had quite a Monday nighter on our hands. Possible game of the year between the Browns and Ravens. Absolute slobber knocker of a game. <laughs> and Dude. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you go. I thought you were... No, no, no. I'm, I'm drinking coffee now. You go ahead. Okay. That game was unreal. Unreal. If you missed it, go onto YouTube and watch the full highlight package. It's probably like 14 minutes long. But, Elijah, I'm going to compare this game to a game that happened two or three years ago when it was the Rams and Chiefs. Yeah, I remember that game. You remember that game? Uh, I do remember that game. It was high scoring as fuck. 
there were like defense was locked in. There were fumbles. There were picks. There were unreal touchdowns. Like this game was crazy. And it, and in the fourth quarter, it was wild. Like Lamar Jackson disappears. He had to go. <laughs> he had cramps. Uh, apparently, though, he actually did not have a Paul Pierce. I don't. Do you believe him in that? He didn't pull a Paul Pierce and or Roberto Longo and go drop a fat one. I he would took say the Browns like, in the Super Bowl, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Dude, even Paul Pierce when this when he shit his pants on the court, though he didn't admit it for like I feel like a couple of years. Yeah, so true. If you did do it, like Lamar, you're playing it well right now. We'll see how you're talking in a couple of years. Yeah, you're playing the denial game. Let's just say that. So, like you, that was crazy. Like to the point where who is their backup quarterback? McSorley. Yeah, because it wasn't RG three. It was McSorley. Yeah. I think it was Tracy McSorley. Tracy McSorley, fucking running bullshit like wide receiver screen passes, trying to run the ball. Nothing's happening. And for a second there, I'm like, oh my god, like the Ravens might lose on a technicality, and that technicality is Lamar Jackson had too much fucking past him before the game, and he is now shitting his brain zone, and they're gonna lose, and their <laughs> and their playoff dreams are gonna be dashed because he can't control his bowels. And then all of a sudden, they go to a TV timeout. It's fourth down. The Ravens have to go for it. And you see fucking Lamar Jackson walk, sprint, or not sprint, but run out of the tunnel like a fucking god, jumps on the field, converts a fourth and eight for a fucking touchdown. We got a game. And like the rest was just absolutely crazy after that. Yeah. I mean, so with that game, it, what what was amazing to me is that once again, I fell on the wrong side of a bet. Uh, that just seems to happen left and right also. Yeah, but I would like this Browns team. You're right. That fourth down was probably even though there was a there was a game winning drive all the way down the field after to win the game. Like that fourth down, they have the game right there. If you don't if you don't let Hollywood Brown escape, that game's over before you even get Justin Tucker on the field. Yeah, hundred so, I mean, percent. And anytime you're going to leave it up to Justin Tucker, whether or not he can win the game, dude, you, welcome to have another loss in the column. You're fucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was quite a game, man, and, and it, it it is good for football that the Ravens won. I, I'm I'm personally more of a Browns fan than I am a Ravens fan this year, but it, it is much better for football to have the Ravens win that game. However, there's one person in the world that that really fucked over, Josh. Do you know who that is? Me. That's you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's you because you are an avid Dolphins fan, and this is not way now for the Dolphins. Dude, I I don't think I've ever cheered for Cleveland harder than I did on Monday night because I knew it would help the Dolphins and it would have helped the Browns. And I like Cleveland. I think they're a terrific football team. I love Baker Mayfield. That guy's fucking electric when he wants to be. Um, and it's just like, and plus, I just feel bad for Cleveland football. Like they've they've been neglected. To having a good football team like they haven't i'm pretty sure they haven't had a 10 and 6 or a 10 win season since 2003 that is yeah, it's been a while dude i was seven the last time that they <laughs> had a, a 10 plus win season that is so sad um yeah. now i guess that's gonna bring me into yeah some dolphins talk here 
So the Dolphins' final three games, we have the Patriots this Sunday, I think. And then we have the Raiders. And we have the fucking Bills, man. The Bills. So that in itself, like, the Dolphins are going to have to win two of three here. At least, yeah. At, at least, like otherwise, otherwise, it's just going to have to be a full win out. Um, and who does Baltimore play? So you're really going to cry when you hear this. Oh God! They they play the Bengals, <laughs> the Jags, and <laughs> and the Giants. No, so, no, it's, it's very, not fair. It's very conceivable that. The Ravens can finish eleven and five very easily as long as they avoid injury and COVID. I mean, but not to discount the Dolphins here, they played the Chiefs very well last week, and like I don't think they're going to have any problem with the Patriots. It may, like problems, it might not be a blowout, but I think they're going to handle their business with the Patriots. Oh man! And it really comes down to this game against the Bills because they hold the tiebreaker against the Ravens, but man, do they have a harder three games. So yeah, absolutely. My, my question is, do you have who do any? the Ra- who do the Raiders play? Because they're they're in the AFC as well, and they're in the wild card race as yeah, well, just as much as Miami is. They're a, yeah, they're a bit behind the eight ball because I think they're they are seven and six instead of eight and five. I think uh, the Raiders have to win out. They they absolutely have a chance. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely have to win out because the Ra- the Ravens are not going to lose two of those games. It'll be a miracle if they lose one of them. But yeah, so the the Raiders play the Chargers, Dolphins, and Broncos. So I mean, it's very conceivable that they win out as well. I mean, the Dolphins game will be an important one for both teams. Whoa, whoa, wait, sorry, say that again. Who do they play? They play the Broncos, the Dolphins, and what was the other one? The Jaguars. Nope, I fucked that up. Sorry, not the Jaguars. I hit the wrong team. It's gonna be the Raiders, and it's the Chargers this week. Okay. So Chargers, Broncos, Dolphins. Chargers, Broncos, Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, for now, my money, for my money, the Raiders are out of it. I feel like they don't hold a tiebreaker with either of these teams anymore. No, no, and I don't think they do either. So I, I don't see them really being a problem at all for you. But it's, it's just the Ravens, man. Now, am I foolish to say that the Ravens do not deserve to be in the playoffs this year? Am I outlandish for saying that? Like, am I stupid for saying that? Because I really don't think they belong. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm Do- trying to think. I'm trying to think right now. I mean, like the. I'm sorry, but the Dolphins are a better football team. They've just had a easier schedule. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I see where you're coming from. Don't get me wrong. Like, okay. I have. Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna pull up the Ravens schedule, and I'm gonna compare teams that they've played. And that's how we're going to do this. Do you want me just to read out the entire Raven schedule? I got it ready. <laughs> or do you want to go one? Do you want to go one at a time? I want to go one v one here. Okay. Okay. Starting so, at week one. Week one. Go for it. Who'd they play? Win, win against the Browns, thirty-eight six. Fucking dominated them. Okay. Dolphins lost twenty-one eleven. To who? To the Pat. To the Pats. Okay, that's a bad loss, and this is a good win. Yeah, that's good. Okay, next. Uh, win against the Texas, or fuck the Texans, 33-16. to 16. Pretty good win. Not against a okay. good team, but convincing. 
Dolphins lost to the Bills 31-28. to So they only lost by a field goal. Yeah, close but game against two. a good team. But it's week two, okay? Is that at Miami or at Buffalo? Uh, that was in Miami. Don't got to do that for every game, but I feel like that was... Yeah, that's that's yeah, at home is a bit, bit of a worse loss there. Yeah. Um, so at next, I got a loss to the Chiefs, thirty-four twenty. Okay, Dolphins won, beat the Jags. Okay, thirty-one right 13. off, <laughs> right off. Uh, next, they got a win against the football team, thirty-one seventeen. Okay, Dolphins lost thirty-one twenty-three to the Seahawks. So, so at this point, early season, like Dolphins the, are one and three. Dolphins are and, one and, and three the and the Ravens are three and one. So, like early season, yep. definitely the Ravens look like a good team. The Miami Dolphins look like the Dolphins of always. Yeah. Um, but hey, I mean, you keep going, right? Like the next next one for the Ravens is the Bengals. They won twenty seven three. So fucking convincing and then, again. And then that week, Dolphins shit kicked the Niners forty three seventeen. So the yeah. offense yeah. starts going again. There you go. So, like, looking, but like, looking at the teams, though. Okay, so like, we've played. This is the this is the Dolphins' schedule. Okay, the Pats, the Bills, the Jags, the Seahawks, the Niners when they were healthy, uh, the Jets, the Rams, the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Jets, the Bengals, and then the Chiefs. So, like, like that's a hard schedule in my opinion. Totally. Like, am I not? Am I not wrong? Like, so. I don't know. I just think like Lamar Jackson has not played well enough to even have a say in whether or not he gets into the playoffs, like at all, not even a little bit. Yeah. The, the, the thing about, so when I look at the schedules, the thing that sways me a little bit is that really the dolphins, like the signature win that they had was probably the Rams. And after that, there's a decent drop off. Like I don't really like the Cardinals team that much. They did beat them in a close game, which, Give them all the credit. They beat them. That's like yeah. part of it at all. Um, and like other than, I mean, if you if you could you could look at the losses and say they played losses good as well. But I mean, when you look at the Ravens, they also have some pretty big wins. Like they've beaten the Browns twice now, and they've 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 also beaten the Colts, which is a good team, man. Like they've they've lost to some heavyweight teams such as the Steelers, the Titans, the sorry the Steelers twice, and one of them they were unhealthy for. So yeah. like. I, I don't know. I think I, at best case scenario for the Dolphins, I see an even case on that side. But you know what? It, it, this is what it comes down to, Josh, is you're probably going to get at best an even slice, uh, like deserving amount to make the playoffs. But yeah. what it comes down to is the final games, right? Like the final three games True. are going to decide who deserves to make it. Because yeah. the Dolphins are going to have three tougher games. Yeah, you have a harder schedule, but you have you, you control your own fate, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just, yeah, I don't know. Looking at the Ravens, like, I think they've taken such a big step back from last year that, like, I don't know. I don't think they, I don't think yeah. they've done enough to come close to even impressing me. Like, they haven't had, like, like, you look at where Miami was last year and how big of a step forward they've taken. And then you look at Baltimore yeah. and how big of a step backward they've taken. I guess that's <laughs> what more that I'm looking at is more so, like, look at how far this team has come for the Dolphins and look at how much like Baltimore's regressed this year. Like yeah. they have not done well. Um, and I feel like if Baltimore misses the playoffs, like Harbaugh's out, like I think he's going to get fired. Uh, he is tough. He's a great coach. I don't know if they'll do it. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. really entering a window here, but um, True. anyway, there's one more, a little bit. I wanted to jump to the, to the NFC a little bit more. 
just looking at the playoff picture there and kind of a couple matchups looking into the rest of the season here. Uh, when I'm looking at the the schedule and what's what's left to be done here, is there some there's some business that needs to be taken care of in the uh, the NFC West? I think it is with the Cardinal or the yeah the Cardinals Rams Seahawks. Really yeah, not, really not so much the Cardinals anymore. It's just between the Seahawks and Rams, and we've kind of decidedly said that the Rams were the better team. But the best part is, man, they're they're facing each other next week. So yep. I I don't know, man. I'm still kind of bullish on the Seahawks. I, I'm bullish on the Seahawks having an up and down season, which is right. They are pretty pretty fucking low right now, about as low as you can get in terms of what their what their perception is and what their reputation is. But yeah, I I mean I could totally see a huge defensive performance against the Rams, just a defensive battle kind of thing, dude. So I mean I'm huge on that. Yeah, I I, I mean. For for this year, like I think I've said this once, and I'll say it again. Whenever these teams play, the deciding factor is Seattle's offense against Seattle or Seattle's offense against the Rams' defense. If they can get past that, they're going to win this game. Yeah, um, because the the weak sides are the opposite of what I just said. So the Rams' offense and the Seattle defense. So for me, like. And and you know what? I would say that Seattle is coming in hot after last week's win. Because who did they absolutely destroy? In, in this last week here? Yeah. Uh, it was the Jets. So, they, clap, like, clap, good job. Dude, like, that's what you needed, man. You play against the Giants, <laughs> yeah. you lose to the Giants, and then you play their counterpart in the Jets, and then you just get your confidence up. Russell Wilson snaps, as he always does. DK Metcalf is back. Chris Carson's good. Like everything is like order is restored now because you can't lose to both New York teams in the season. You just can't. That's unacceptable. Um, but now it's like, you know, you're going up against the test. So hopefully Seattle gets their confidence back. But I don't know, man. I just think that like the Rams, like they're just a better team. Like Aaron Donald is still good. Jalen Ramsey locked down DK Metcalf. They played like it, they don't. Like you can you can neutralize the Seattle offense for sure. Totally, yeah. I, I see a good. I see at best for that game coming up next week, depending on these on how these ones go and injuries and such. I see at best probably a good value bet on the Seahawks, meaning like a big point spread. But I, yeah. I, I would I would definitely concede that the Rams are the better team right now. Um, the yeah. last point I wanted to make about football here in the standings was just kind of like. The, the prospects of the, the NFC wildcard is not over. Like, the Cardinals are for sure not guaranteed anything. And we're sitting here with the Vikings and, and Bears at 6-7 and seven and the Cardinals at 7-6. and six. Really, who would you rather see in the playoffs? Would you rather see the Vikings or the Bears? Or the Cardinals, <laughs> for that sake. I mean, oh, I, oh, I, I don't want the Cardinals, but... I would take, if I were to put that in order, I would take Cardinals, Bears, and Vikings. See, there you go. I'm a big – I want Kirk Cousins on that first playoff round. That's what I want. I want Kirk Cousins, and I want Dalvin Cook running the ball on the early afternoon game. That's what I want. Kirk Cousins, to me, is a younger version of Phillip Rivers, just in my eyes. I just don't like the guy. <laughs> I, yeah, I never will. Okay. I just – I don't like him. I love – you know what? Honestly, I was all about the Vikings when they had Casey Keenum, and Dalvin Cook was in his rookie year. I was all about that. With Adam Thielen and uh, Harrison Smith on defense and Xavier Rhodes on defense, like I was, I was huge on the Vikings. I thought they were so good, and I love Justin Jefferson. But I, like, if your quarterback sucks, 
or like if you're like if I don't like your quarterback, I do not like your team. Like I just I don't like yeah. it. And you that's know? a very, very, very fair point. Yeah. Um, I'm going to quickly, we can wrap this up. I'll read out the schedules, the remaining schedules to you. Keep in mind the Cardinals hold a one-game lead on them, on both of them so far. So, yeah. And then from there, you can pick which team you think is going to make it. So the Bears' remaining schedule, we've got the Vikings, Jaguars, and Packers. Yep. The Vikings' remaining schedule, you obviously have the Bears, Saints, yep. and Lions. Be- and then for the... For, and then for the Cardinals, you've got the Eagles, 49ers, and Rams. Eagles, See, that's, 49ers, Rams. So here's the thing, is that jumping into this, one obviously one of these one of these Vikings or Bears team is gonna they're gonna get a win this week. And one of them is gonna be they're they're gonna have a chance to to keep I don't know, keep winning is what I'm saying. The Bears are gonna have to win out. The Bears will have to, to win out. That's what you see to get to get into the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know what? This could be a beautiful finish because here's the way it goes. Let's say the Bears win this week against the Vikings. The Cardinals win against the Eagles. That's settled. Fair enough. Now, if you go into the Cardinals playing the 49ers, that's no guarantee. But no, I would say the Bears playing the Jaguars also not a guarantee. But if they're playing for the playoffs, they should win that game. Yeah. So either the, the Cardinals give them an opening there and they lose and they let them in in that point. But if not, there is no head to head tiebreaker. I don't know where it falls after that. Maybe this is all a mute point. But I mean, the Cardinals are playing the Rams in the last game of the year and the Bears are playing their fucking <laughs> rivals, the Packers. the Packers. So that yeah. could be that could be the biggest letdown of Big Cat's life if he has to go through another agonizing game of that. But Whoa. holy shit, that would be a great way to end the year. I think the other thing is as well is the Packers haven't clinched the NFC yet, have they? Uh, not the NFC. No, they're they're tied with the Saints, but they have the tiebreaker. Right. So, yeah. like, and, and they're playing the Panthers, the, Titans, Bears. Yeah. Sorry. Go this ahead. could come down to the wire then, because if if it comes down to the Packer, like. Like, let's just set the stage here, okay? So the Vikings are still in contention, whatever. The Cardinals, whatever. So you have those three teams. But think of that Packers-Bears game, okay? So if the Bears win, they clinch the playoff spot. But if the Packers win, they clinch the NFC. Like, both teams have a lot to play for, but it's like, what team cares more about what they have? You know what I mean? Because, like, the Packers are in. Like, they're in, regardless. Like, they could lose. Their last three games, but they're in. They just don't get a first round bye. So, yeah. and the Bears, I'm pretty sure, are notorious for coming in and shit kicking the Packers in like the last meeting of the season when it doesn't actually count for anything. Oh yeah, okay. I thought and, you were gonna say always, and I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> no, and they, and they usually fuck something up for the Packers, and it usually causes them to not get like a first round bye, which actually in turn results in them like playing against like some random team that they almost lose to or do lose to. Yeah. And so, so I, 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 I might discount that theory a little bit because the saints are playing the chiefs this week. So, <sighs> so the saints might lose another game. And then from there, it's going to be tough for them to kind of even put any challenge on the Packers. But because yeah, but if Drew this, Brees if saints, might be back this week, I think true. But the, if the saints lose the chiefs and the Packers beat the Panthers, it's kind of over, over at that point for the, for yeah. the, uh, for the yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay, we're gonna. I think we're gonna move on from football here, unless you got any final thoughts, Josh. 
No, I'm good. All right. Uh, Raph, you, you've been wanting to get something off your chest here for a, a little more than a week now. This is just something that I wanted to bring up and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on because I kind of dislike the idea and I think it's a dumb idea. Um, you should just go on the date with her, okay? What? Anyways, um, DoorDash the other day, maybe like a week yeah. ago, I don't know if you guys have heard all the advertising and everything like that, but DoorDash is promising same-day delivery for toys from Toys R Us. Yeah, I heard about this. I think this is a dumb idea, and I wanted to get your guys' fucking take on it to just make sure that I'm not crazy. Why is this a dumb idea? I just think it's dumb because, like, I I guess I have this assumption where there obviously are a lot of shady people who go into DoorDash delivering, say, like, whether it's food or whatnot, make an account and then can potentially take someone's food with them and just fuck up. And I know how shitty, because I've worked with DoorDash, I've worked with DoorDash, I know how shitty they can sometimes be. With uh, with what's it called? With like people receiving their food and stuff on time. So now I'm out here thinking like they're promising same day delivery for toys from Toys R Us. It's the holiday season. Everyone's trying to get toys. These toys are already paid for. There are people just picking them up and delivering them. Sitting here, I'm like, <laughs> I just it seems like it could be a very easy area to make a lot of sketchy decisions. You know, it sounds like a real eggs in one holiday basket kind of move. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, like obviously they're trying to do something good, but I'm over here thinking that it's not gonna, it's not gonna work out. It's gonna blow up in their faces. Yeah, I would. But I just wanted to see, like, know, I just wanted to bring this up and obviously just see where you guys stand on it, because you know, know, you know I what? Feel very cynical it's, about it, it. It's fucking weird. Every company nowadays has to have a like. It's starting to almost have to have a system of delivery, like yeah. both with the online world and just with COVID accelerating all that, like. We ordered our soda stream from London Drugs, and it was like one of the most funny dropping off experiences we ever had. So the way they dropped things off, sorry, I'm kind of going off the point. I'll try and bring it back. But the way they were dropping things off, they would just randomly be driving around all the way from like 8 a.m. till like 6, 7 p.m. And they would text you five minutes before they're there. And they'd say, hey, man, we're here in five minutes. Can you let the door open? And we're like, dude, we're in fucking like, we're at the grocery store. You got to give us better than five minute heads up. But basically, like every company that I've run into that delivers things now, there it's like flying by the seat of your pants kind of thing. And so I guess shout out to Toys R Us for just saying fuck it. Yeah, like let's just go with DoorDash. Why not? I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of room for there to be issues, though. There always is. You know, you gotta, I think you got to respect someone for shooting their shot. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you're also like. You're essentially having like independent individuals delivering these kinds of things. Like with something like uh like when you order something online and it goes to like UPS or fucking what is it, like Purilator or something, right? Canada Post. Canada Post. Like it's like it's a company. So you have somebody that you can kind of hold liable if anything happens. Where with DoorDash, it's like it's individual people. Like I can make an account. I'm a twenty five year old idiot. I could just go pick up a package and then just like be like, fuck this, I'm not bringing this to the guest's house or the person's house, I'm just taking it home, you know well, what I mean? There is a couple things. DoorDash does do a criminal record check. So okay. that's like, that's one thing. One very like small, small thing they do. Okay. And I, I would say like, they've had extreme success with the food side of things. And really like, if if neither of those aspects had been started yet and someone said, hey, we want to deliver your toys or hey, we want to deliver your food, I'd be like, yeah, don't touch my food, but deliver my toys. That's fine. Really? I'd you know be, what I mean? Like, I'd be more okay well, I guess they'll deliver opposite. food already. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, I just I find it like I did DoorDash driving for a while during like in in March and April. Yeah, 
And I just like the first couple of times I just found it so fucking weird when I put someone else's food in my like my passenger seat and I was just ripping around with it. But think about, think about <laughs> it this way now too. I'm not, I, I don't think I'm a shady person, but I did want to snack on it. Like I on, didn't end up doing it, but I wanted to. On, on that aspect too, it's like like there's these people who are picking up like let's say like a giant stuffed teddy bear. Like it doesn't come with any like plastic wrapper packaging around it. It's just like a loose giant stuffed teddy bear. And then you're gonna you don't think they wrap it in store? You don't think they? I don't know. I've, I haven't been. I haven't been to a toy store or anything like that. I guess I'm just kind of assuming that they like, they walk up and they just kind of like take it off the shelf. They're like, hey, like I have this paid for through DoorDash. Like I don't know what their process looks like. No, you think I, they, no. You think they box everything individually? Because it's Josh, <laughs> yeah, you have to dude, remember it is I, same day shipping, right? No, dude. So I you think I think with their that, volume, they like box everything. They wrap it. They put like shipping addresses and postal addresses. Well, I don't. And I don't. I don't think they actually like fully like wrap it like a present. But to like think that they don't put it in the box, like that's like saying like for like food, like we don't like like that's like saying a DoorDash driver comes to you with like instead of like having like your McDonald's order, he yeah. literally hands you a thing of fries. And a burger in his other hand. He's like, "Here's your order." And they're like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I kind of think. One hundred percent. And I totally, and I totally get that. And I totally you. get that. But then that being said, like, so they're just putting it into a Toys R Us bag. I yeah, pro- probably. I, yeah, hundred percent. Like they're sealing okay. it in some type of way. I guess my other thing is as well is like, like how do you? I feel like it's somewhat of a cynical point of view, and maybe like this is maybe like my Christmas spirit coming out a little bit. But how the fuck do you steal from like a bunch of kids? Like seriously, <laughs> like like there is nothing like if I'm if you're if we're all DoorDash drivers. Yeah. What is what is the value of you have to... something from? Yeah, I know, I know, but just bear with me here. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is the value of stealing like a stuffed animal? Like, really? Like, what is yeah. it? So like, if, like and, and... we don't have kids. Yeah. You know. So and really, like on the I'm, DoorDash side of things, what I think what I've always thought about it is okay. You realistically, you could create a profile just with the full intention to steal your first order, whatever you want, or like steal the biggest one that you get. Yeah. But in the end of it, like they have your ID, they have like yeah, what they like think is your ID, they have your information, that. and it's not so much that you'd have like you you would end up paying for what you stole, but it is more like the record thing. Like yeah. if you don't, re- if they start claiming that you stole something and that you, and you don't reply or you don't handle that situation, I imagine they have full range to put something on your criminal record. At that Going, point. Dude, they, dude, they have a plate, they have everything. They have all your information, right? Like it's, yeah, it's pretty intense. I would say, but on that note, like I would totally steal from, from the kids. Fuck it. If I like the toy, dude, <laughs> like if it's a sick ripstick, dude, sorry, Tony, <laughs> fuck you. Could you imagine if you're hauling like a PlayStation Five in your car? Talk about temptation. Going yeah. back to what Josh said, there <laughs> real quick. I want to get. I want to get. I want to talk to you guys about one thing though, because Josh, you were saying like we have nothing to steal for, right? You're well, basically saying, saying, yeah, yeah, okay, well, I, but yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm not saying it's like you're not thinking about who the people you're stealing from. You're not thinking about the people you're stealing from. You're thinking about the people you're stealing for. I guess because like I like I grew up in like Vancouver. See. And I remember seeing scenarios like there was like I was at um, I maybe it was a Toys R Us or maybe it was like a Sears or something like that where there was like I, I'm assuming a dad or some sort of parent who just had like a toy of some sort gripped under his arm and just bolted like for the doors and just ran and like security was chasing after him like, mm-hmm. like you have to think about like he's not thinking about who the the people he's stealing from he's thinking about who he's stealing for in that kind of situation. True. You know? But I also think but I also think DoorDash just set up like okay, here's my thing. It's like with DoorDash like 
you and I have both worked with DoorDash and like with food, yeah, like there's a multitude of things of like, oh well, uh, you like forgot this, deli- you did this, he delivered no, the he, order. He, he, yeah. yeah, like, he, but the thing Sends is, though, a signing is, dasher, no dasher shows up. It's like four hours later. Order but gets there's canceled. also, but there's also like the the thought of like the refund. Like, dude, it's DoorDash's fault, man. Like, you're hiring these people. Like, if I yeah. get a toy, like if I pay for a PlayStation Five yeah. and it gets stolen, I'm do I'm gonna be like, dude, like I didn't get my like I didn't get it. Like, I don't know yeah. what you want from me. Like, he's not here. This yeah. is the driver. He, you have all this information. I want my fucking money back, and I'll try again. Now, obviously, like it kind of sucks because, like, if you have like an exclusive thing that you ordered, like a PlayStation or like some random rarity of toy of some sorts, yeah. and someone takes it, like, yes, you kind of miss out on that. But, dude, like DoorDash is gonna find that person. You're like, like they can't just disappear off the map. Like they have your information. They have your address. One hundred percent. Yeah. But the the uh, the other issue that I was talking about was that. Like they're promising same day delivery, which I think is good. Well, that's that's because yes, that but way in, you can. But in a situation where something like that happens or it gets stolen, do you think you can get another one sent out to you in the next? Like, what if you need that gift like right then, right now? They give you a uh, quote well, time. We don't even know what the quote, we don't even know what the quote times are looking at looking like. Like, what if something gets stolen or taken and then you can't get another one to like down I, the road? I would guarantee. I would guarantee you that like whatever promotion that you saw, yeah. I, I almost like I would I would I would kind of bet my like left testicle on this that there was probably some sort of asterisk on it where I was like same day delivery asterisk if someone fucks with you and takes your shit dude we'll get it to you tomorrow kind of thing like that yeah that's what I that's what I imagine and like that that's a funny thing dude on the note of what you said about like trying to find a DoorDash driver for hours and like no one gets it yeah that's one of the things that I can say this too because I'm out of the restaurant industry now. But and, and I was a driver for a little while. You totally realize, dude, if you don't tip on your DoorDash order, man, like you are waiting at least an extra 30 minutes. Like it's just the way it is. Like, because as a driver, you have the option to decline orders. And so there was times where like I would be driving around and it before you accept the order, it tells you a how far how, how far it's gonna be, like how many kilometers round trip. And then it tells you like what's the value of the order, like money you're gonna get. Yeah. And within that you're able to discern how much of that is tip and how much of it isn't. Like you, they used to, I think there was a couple orders sometimes where it'd be like a 10 kilometer drive and it was like $4 you'd make. And you're like, yeah, fuck you. Nice, nice try dude. come pick up your own fucking prize. <laughs> yeah. Go, Shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's a side note know. out there. If, if you're ever pressed for time and you really, really, really want your DoorDash order, dude, just tip a little like 25%. I know it hurts in the moment, but you get your food right away. Just the thought, just out here saying facts, dude. Yeah, yep. I don't know. I think are you, is I your think cha- are you are you are you pretty satisfied with that raffle? Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm just fucking on an island with this one. I think it's a stupid idea. <laughs> my opinion has not been changed. I had this weird feeling where like I felt like one of you was going to be on my side, Josh, and no. then I felt the other one was going to say this is a great idea, Elijah. But <laughs> turns out I'm just alone. No, dude. I don't. I don't know. I just. I think it's like. Again, oh, like I, I, I don't do- everything. Everything you're saying is, is completely valid, but I just think you're being a little bit cynical on this one, considering how unique the situation is. Like it's toys. Like yeah. we're not hauling fucking gold here. You know what I mean? Like it's well, a PS5 is pretty much gold nowadays. But, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I would steal a PS5 if they gave me. If I had picked that, I'd be like, yeah, nice try, dude. Delete account, take <laughs> PS5, move to mom's house. Bye. <laughs> that's that's easy. Megan's house gets raided with cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> swatted. Suck on that one, Megan. 
<laughs> um, um, anyway, let's move on. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so we are going to talk some... <laughs> uh, let's move back to the manly shit, okay? Let's talk some Bachelorette here. Um, All right. So the boys. The boys. <laughs> so where we're at with this, Josh, you and I have both watched the Mento All episode, and that's it. We haven't watched the one that aired after that or the next yes. day, whatever it was. Yeah, um, would you guys? Which is always funny. Which is home, which is which is hometowns, huh? Honestly, like Me- Megan was talking about this too. She said like, and I kind of agree with her. We probably should next time just do Bachelor in Paradise because I heard that that's a bit more like a bit more juicy, just a bit more no, like I, fucking I, going I on. No, I don't. I don't care about Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, you like the true love, hey? You like the I, romance? I'm the true love guy. Yeah, you can. Yeah, which is kind of weird to weird to say, but yeah. That's all right. We'll like we'll totally uh we'll, I think we gotta find a way to spice up the next if we do next season. Like we gotta find a way to like bring on a like a like a designated guest every time to talk about this or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We I, gotta I'm find down. ways to revamp the bachelorette the bachelorette segment. But do for you, now, do you think do you out. think we could get like do you think we could get like Dale or Claire Crawley on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just asking. Yeah, totally do. We'll we'll send her a message. We'll just say, hey, um, Really sorry, but we were just trying to get the oldest bachelor in history on the podcast. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, we called your we called your current boyfriend a, a fucking loser a couple times. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we said he looked like Sid from uh from Ice Age. Isn't that what we said? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's Oops. awful. Um, take that. Bite. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about, dude, is I want to retract my take of Tasha's decision making. And here's the reason why is she came into that episode cleaning house, dude. I have never seen. Oh, yeah. In the first 20 minutes of an episode, sent three fucking guys home. Three. And like three heavy conversations, too. I know. She was just like, eat, eat, and eat. eat." (laughs) and you know what credit to her man i feel like her mind was made up like well before like well well before though you know like normally there's some like because like she came into the house dude and when she's like riley can we go talk i'm like "Uh oh i'm like this guy's out i'm like you're out dude that's a death sentence (laughs) like it's there's something about it and like i guess kind of transitioning into the tell all she, like, you could tell, dude, Riley still loves Tasha. Oh, dude. He, oh, he, <laughs> he still sees us as like a glass half full situation. Yeah. But she's just like, dude, there's a hole in the bottom of the glass and it's gone. But oh, yeah. He's, he's still hopeful. He's but still I hopeful. Mean, oh, yeah. That was a, that was, that was an emotional episode for me, Josh. Yeah. Especially when they didn't give me the pleasure of showing me Blake's boner right in the beginning and waiting for the bloopers for that. That was but hilarious. Like, that was pretty fucking dope. You know what? Blake might be one of the one of the guys who my opinion of has changed a complete 180 since the beginning of the episodes. Like, like in a good or bad way? In a good way. I used to think okay. he I used to think he was as dumb as Ed. I was like, this guy is like just a <laughs> no, big dude, fucking Blake, No, Blake's a good guy. He's actually, dude, he's smart and he's not as fat faced as I thought. Like, I probably have a fatter face than Blake, which <laughs> almost guaranteed. Can I can I get can I can I talk about one? Th- actually, a couple things real quick. Yeah. First thing. Uninterrupted. Uh, uh, you can know. You can interrupt. You can. You can fucking and Rafa. You can also interrupt whenever you want. Boy, yeah, Rafa. All right. Okay. Um, so first thing, shout out to all the 
friends that we have that are listeners that also said that Taisha was not a good decision maker at you guys. What the fuck? Get lit up. And then the second part is, can we talk about the fucking fashion trend of wearing dress shoes no or no-show socks and like high-cut pants? I'm done with it. I'm out. Why? I don't <laughs> want it anymore. It's Why? fucking stupid. How? It's It was dope. It was dope when one person out of 20 was doing it. But when you have a room full of eight guys and you can see all the way up to their shin bone on all of them, it it's pissing me off. I can't do it anymore. Are you just okay, mad because well, you can't pull it off because you have cankles? <laughs> Negative. The shit. My the the part of my body from my my big toe up to my middle shin is probably the skinniest part of my body. So I, I'm down to show it off, but like we got to stop this nonsense. Let's bring okay. back some fucking crew stocks. Okay. No. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. If you're gonna do that, that, you're either gonna do no show socks or you're gonna fucking wear proper length socks that have some funky design going on. Yeah. I, hey, I'm down with funky design dress socks but, too. Let's bring that back. Like those like mid level ankle socks are always just so awkward. You know what I mean? Oh no, don't don't do uh well like okay, when I said crew socks, I basically just meant like I'm even okay bringing plain black dress socks on. Just don't do the fucking cankle thing anymore. Okay, I'm I'm gonna jump in with this. Okay. Elijah, I don't know yeah. if you saw, but all those guys were fucking sweating. And my oh, my take on this was, was that room was a fucking sweat fest. And yeah. when they were all getting angry, it probably didn't help. So totally. your feet are actually like uh, like a breathable like part on your body. You lose most so of your like, heat through your head and your feet, boys. Yes, exactly. So when you're in fucking Palm Springs in the summer, because that's, that's when they film this show, you're in like 40 degree heat, dude. I'd be shedding layers. I'm surprised they were in full suits. Like, I couldn't even believe that. Oh, no. Like, the full suit's a good move because they're drenched on the dress shirt inside. But, dude, like, dude, like, I saw like fucking Blake sweating. Bennett was sweating with a scarf. And then I look over at Riley, dude, and this guy's in a turtleneck and like a velvet suit. And I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> like, this you guy, are melting in that time. I'm like, this guy is dying right now so could you imagine if like one guy just showed up in a man robber that'd be sick. yeah <laughs> that'd be a jordan thing jordan oh, yeah. would do that or kurt or kurt yeah <laughs> um yeah so why don't we jump into the tell all then wait elijah all you right. had one more point you said that that was your one uh, thing what was the second thing that that was that was the other thing was add, adding our friend adding any listener that thought that Tasha was not a good decision maker at Josh as well. Uh, go. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You guys got lit up by life. Okay, so <clears throat> the tell all. You know what? Yeah. Honestly, I Bennett is a little fucking bitch. That's what I'll say. Bennett, like, you know what my thing about Bennett is though is like, okay, yes, like he's he's a douche. Don't get me wrong, he's a douche. He's a Harvard but, graduate, conceited douche. But, like, the thing is, though, is, like, I don't think, like, you're going to ever be able to convince this guy that, like, he's, like, he'll never be something he's not. That's what I will credit to Bennett. Like, if he, he's a douche, and he owns that title, you know? Yeah, okay. Like, he doesn't try to be some someone he's not. And... So, so I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not really like, like, I'm not a fan of Bennett, but also at the same time, I'm like, dude, like you can get mad at this guy all, all you want. But like, what I will say is Bennett was composed through all of that. 
and he took a lot of shit from people. Yeah, I, I would say in that last little mental, he 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 looked okay. Noah did look, look a little firecracker, but but the 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 one thing that like I would never, <clears throat> I just would never be able to like be boys with Bennett on is because like he try he tries to be that old coach guy. Like he tries to be like that, not fatherly figure, but like mature guy. Like with the whole emotional intelligence thing, that is the most ironic thing I've heard anyone say. Is because Noah's bang on when he says, like, dude, you think I'm deficient in all of them. You are literally like you are you are conceited, like you can hear it. Like the guy like you say that he owns that he's a douche, but at the same time, he doesn't understand the way he talks, which is numero uno. You know what I mean? Like like you have to all I'm pretty sure all of us, all three of us understand that we're a bit of a douchebag the way we talk, mm-hmm. especially Raffle. But yeah. at least we understand that, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. So I guess my other thing as well is like the fact that Kenny tried to like jump in all the time, like, dude, I'm like, you were gone like months <laughs> yeah, ago. Like, Kenny's a joke. Shut, dude. Like you actually like, like shut Kenny. your face. Dude, how about like, Noah when he lit him up? He was like yeah, what, it's coming from you, fucking boy by manager, star tattoo on your neck, fucking loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was dying when he said that. And then he called him. He's like, you're acting like, like, I think he called him like, like a bit something. And like, they didn't bleep out the second insult. Like, they actually like, <laughs> like left it in. I was yeah. dying. I okay. think they didn't bleep out bitch. Like I think they bleed yeah. out fucking, but he like he called him a fucking bitch. Yeah, <laughs> shout out producer, <laughs> great job editor, whoever that was, you <laughs> yeah. nailed it. Um, can we wrap up the mental all by just asking what the fuck was Yosef thinking? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what oh, are you funny. thinking coming back on to defend yourself? Why would you Dude. ever agree to do that if that's the way you felt? Dude, I'm sorry, man, but like that guy is. Oh baby, that's <laughs> that, that's gonna be like an interesting conversation on Tuesday. Like, yeah, I I watched that, and dude, like even like mostly like through all that, like up until Yosef's point, like Chris Harrison was trying so hard to like reel it in, and he probably thought this was like the closest thing to Jerry Springer that he'd ever get in his career. Yeah. Um, but like when even like you know you fucked up when Chris Harrison says he was like he's like we can give you one chance to you know if you want like if you regret anything like you can take it back and he was like he was being around the bush but he's literally telling this guy to like fucking apologize. Yeah. And he's like he's like nope, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chris is like would... <laughs> Chris is like okay and I'm like oh my god dude I'm like you're brutal. You're yeah. brutal. So you know what the my one my one qualm with this whole thing is if let's if I was Yosef in this moment and if I was the producers in this moment if you're gonna stick to your guns can we at least make it a bit cinematic like like you know how they do the camera cuts and the editing cuts whenever they're doing the rose ceremony like they'll pan back from both every person and they'll have like the dramatic music going on yeah like next time can we at least just have Chris <laughs> ask that question and then Yosef look like he's really thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, like I just, oh my god, got dude, random, could, random phone call, and then like stand up like fucking Jordan Belford and just announce that he ain't fucking leaving and he doesn't want to do anything. Like dude, that'd be that, sick. I can't believe that. That was so fucked. Like Riley looked like he wanted to like like they Riley challenged him. Did he not? Yeah, yeah. He was like, "I'm ten feet over here, dude." Yeah, like I'm ten <laughs> feet. Like let's go. Like yeah. 
Yosef's a fucking loser, man. And like, I think that's when I really saw all the guys like rally. Like even Noah, like the guy who never even met him, was like, "Dude, yeah. like, you're like you're a douchebag. Like you're actually yeah, you're a straight a up loser. douchebag." Yeah, yeah. Oh, especially when he asked the daughter question, he's like, "Yeah, dude, I like if that's my daughter, I hope someone says that to her." I'm like, "Oh, what, <laughs> bro?" <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know yeah. for a fact, like the fucking the biological mother heard that on TV and she went right to the court. She's like, uh, yeah, can we get full custody, please? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my daughter's father is fucked in the head. <laughs> That's the basis of these claims. Oh my god, dude. Um, the I guess the the final thing is I died when Bennett brought out all the green drinks for everyone and he gave Noah a sippy cup. Yeah. I fucking died. That was and, really the only way these guys were ever good. Like that was gonna that was always the way this was gonna finish between them. And Noah and I loved how Noah's like, I don't know if I should be like offended or happy because he's like the sippy cup is kind of rude, but like this is really fucking good. As he's yeah. <laughs> on the drink. I was dying. <laughs> oh wait, yeah uh, I did want to ask one question to wrap this whole episode up. So Kind of situational question. Let's put you in Tasha's spot. Okay. And you're you're in a room with every single one of your exes. What, <laughs> what kind of questions do you think you're getting shot? And, and please don't censor them. Don't use any names. You don't have to. But just shoot out some questions that you... I'll start out. And I know for a fact I'd be hearing a question. One of the first ones would say, why the fuck did you not pay for the movie? And I'd be <laughs> like, I really, I got to plead ignorance on this one. I was really shy. I was sweating a lot. And I just forgot. Um. Mine would probably be like, why did you? Oh, God. I don't want to say this. <laughs> Come on, say it, Josh. <laughs> say it. <laughs> I feel like I've got like a hormone monster just like over my shoulder. <laughs> Do it. Do it, Josh. <laughs> Touch yourself, Jimmy. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, I, I think mine would be like, why did you randomly stop talking to me? Um, that's probably the first one. And what would you answer to that? Just be like, I wasn't interested anymore. Uh, and so you didn't have the decency to say that? It's just like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I don't You'd do look it. at Chris and be like, all right, moving on. Uh, next, yeah. <laughs> next. It's like, uh, it's like OTR with, uh, with Michael Landsberg on TSN. What about this? Next question. What about yeah. that? Next question. <laughs> 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 or, or like um, when Family Feud, when they do like the when the winning team has to do whatever it's called, like final. I don't even remember, like Final Feud or something like that. Yeah, and they pass. yeah pass pass, pass. skip. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, sir, you're at, you're at the first question again. Uh, skip again. Or uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one. I don't know, to be honest. Raph, what would your exes say about you? <laughs> or what would they ask? What would they ask you? Probably something about me not seeing any of the signs. Just about like, anything. I'm so are you fucking. Obli- I'm so fucking oblivious. I saw the signs. They probably started out with saying, "Like, listen, Rob, I saw you smoke a joint every day, but I still don't get it. Like, how are you that gone? <laughs> <laughs> you like smoke a what now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't really have a lot of exes to speak of, but I feel like that's a firecracker of a question. I definitely. Yeah, that's I, definitely I, one that you got to sit on a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's one more here. Like, there's got to be a girl out there who's asking Josh, like, why'd you put your tongue down there? 
There's got to be one of those somewhere, somewhere <laughs> buried deep in Josh's soul. I, I, or like was a, gonna say, <laughs> I was going to say something inappropriate, but I, I can't. Or like a, why'd you, why'd you put your nose over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My answer to that, Raph, would be I've got a big nose. Maybe they'd ask you, like, hey, that fork you made me use that other night, was that clean? <laughs> or did I, you got it rather quickly. <laughs> All, All right. right well, can we wrap this yeah, up? Yeah, I guess that wraps it up. Maybe we'll find a more creative way to do that question. But that was episode 99.9. Uh, this might be the end of the points and the nines and the 99 points this is the this is the end of the points you got to leave them on a cliffhanger this might be the end of the 99 points this is definitely the end of the 99 points dude you know what i was thinking of as well and this is a great term and i i forgot about it up until now but you know how like the bachelor always like leaves you on like a cliffhanger you know like for next episode yeah let's start calling it a chris hanger Because it's like his voice. There you go. All right, I'm just going to stop recording now. That's cool with you. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) All right, boys. (laughs) Take it easy, I guess.